Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce. Hosted by Flyers game day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. But we now head in toward a trade deadline. And John Tortorella, as much as any coach, has been really open about we have some tough choices. You know, usually what it's like, they circle the wagons in the locker room, but Torts has been right out there. We have to make some tough decisions with players. So I'm thinking, wow, I've never seen this. Like, these basically, we have guys for sale in here. Despite the fact that we're going for the playoffs, he's acknowledging the tough decisions. And where do you think – they're going to land on this because they've got some very, very viable candidates. Walker, obviously, Sealer. You can go down the line and go, man, there's some guys that really be a lot attractive to other teams. Do you think that they're actually going to sell even if they've got a playoff spot on the line? I do, but I but I think a lot of times it's going to come down to price points. So this is one of the more complicated trade deadlines that that I've seen, and I've covered forty five of them, or however long it's been. And uh, but but it's because every year at the trade deadline, it you it evolves into either a seller's market or or a buyer's market. And the biggest problem is the the mistakes of the past handful of years. I, I'm maybe mistakes is the wrong word, but but so many teams in the past couple of years pushed in chips, trade chips. And, and it didn't pay off in the Stanley Cup championship. So especially if you look at, at the Eastern Conference, you know, Toronto needs one defenseman for sure, probably two. Previous regime traded away every second round pick until the next century. So the type of trade chip that you would use if you're Toronto normally at the trade deadline, you don't have in your draft choice inventory. Tampa is the same. They gave up five picks for Tanner Janot. And, and so they, they simply don't have very much in, in the cupboard. So if you're Philadelphia, you think that based on what's happened in the past, the value for Sean Walker should be a first round pick. You know, a lot of the, t- of the teams that would be interested in someone like him don't have a first round pick to trade. So then it becomes, you know, is it worth it to you, Philadelphia, to retain him as your own rental if you can't get your asking price? Or as you get closer to the to the deadline, does it become like like a shopping sale on, on, on Black Friday? The price is a first round today, but tomorrow it might be a second round pick. So I think that that's what's going to happen. And I think that there will be a very busy flurry, flurry of deals right at the end with teams having to evaluate. We didn't get what we wanted. Will we take a lesser deal or will we simply um, say, no, we're, we're going to retain our, our players? And I think that that's going to happen in half a dozen cities. And and I, I think one of the reasons that you haven't seen a lot of action, there was that brief flurry. Calgary was involved in, in, a, in a trade and, and Montreal was involved in a trade and then it, it, it got silent again. It's because some general managers that I talk to are waiting to see if, if teams that were in it are out of it. Like, and I'll give you an example of the Arizona Coyotes. So three weeks ago, the Coyotes were right there in the mix of teams that had a shot at making the playoffs. And it ma- would have mattered to that organization to make the playoffs because it's just been a, you know, a terrible, terrible time of it uh, on the ice. And, and, and they had a chance. They, they had a really good team going. Now they've gone into a nosedive and suddenly the evaluation of a month ago is different than the evaluation today. Today, the evaluation is that we have Matt Dumba and we have Jason Zucker, who we signed last year and our rentals, and we probably are listening on them. So, so suddenly 
Dumba enters a, a, the trade conversation along with the, the two Philadelphia defensemen you talked about. Calgary's listening on Tanev. They're listening on Hannafin. So when you get more players in, in the mix, it gets harder and more complicated to, to sort out. So I, I think all of those guys are going to move at some point. But it's just a matter of whether the teams get what they think they can for them. Because in the past, I mean, first-round picks for David Savard, first-round picks for, for Ben Sherratt, you should, you know, if, if you base it on historical precedent, you should be able to get that again. I don't think you're going to be able to this time around. Well, the Flyers are interested, obviously, in what the Devils are going to do. And the Devils, obviously, the goaltender out where you've been, Calgary, Markstrom is like the candidate. And I'm, you know, they really have a chance if they get a goaltender to, in the first place, take the Flyers out of a playoff spot, but then maybe mm-hmm. make some noise in the playoffs. But I'm curious why it hasn't happened yet. It seems so logical. Uh, is Calgary just trying to hold up the whole bank for him? Yeah, no, I think it has a, a lot to do with with salary retention. So, so Calgary, so the, the the attraction of Markstrom is not only is he probably playing as well as any goaltender in the league right now, top five anyway, in terms of current um, uh, performance. Um, he's got a couple of years left at six million. That's a lot, but but for for a goaltender of his level, it's it's not an unreasonable sum of money. The problem in Calgary is that you know they are prepared to to retain money on their rentals. So if you're at, if you're shopping for Chris Tanev, if you sweeten the pot, Calgary will retain 50%. If you're shopping for Hannafin, they'll retain 50%. They don't want to retain money down the road on Markstrom because they have so much money committed already to Jonathan Huberto, 10 and a half million, Nazem Kadri, 7 million, that they, it's, it's difficult for them to take money back in the future years of, of a contract. So the situation as it relates to Markstrom's contract is different than it would be to the various rentals that they, that they are offering. So I think that they might be prepared to retain a little bit on Markstrom, but as I understand it, the deal broke down on, on on how much New Jersey wanted Calgary to retain on, on Markstrom. And, and, and it didn't get much further than that because I think Calgary said, okay, we're we're prepared to go to this point and 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 no further. And my understanding is that you know we do have you know a little bit of time before the trade deadline. So now it's a matter of, you know, does New Jersey want to reflect on on the impact that he might have on their team and and change their position. I mean, every trade is a negotiation and negotiation involves multiple moving parts. And so I think that depending again on, you know, like would like, I don't, I don't think they would trade a, a Simone Nemich, but I think for someone like that, Calgary would retain whatever they had to, to get a player of that caliber. If you're talking about a Dawson Mercer or a Holtz, at, at that point, yeah, those are also interesting players from Calgary's perspective, but but then, you know, then they're not going to take as much money back. So there's a push-pull in all of these negotiations, which is why it's different than you and I trying to make a trade in fantasy <laughs> hockey and why sometimes these things die and then are revisited. And so I, I'm, I'm convinced that at some point it will be revisited, but whether it will be successfully concluded, I think today. Bob, I think it'll it'll get there. I'm pretty sure with knowing, oh, yeah. knowing okay. what your jersey's got to get through the, the well, well, I mean, the disappointment if they don't get there this year is going to be it's really going to set them back for what their fans thought was going to happen. 